everyone, and welcome to episode 451 of the MTG Goldfish Podcast. I'm Seth, probably better known as Saffron Olive, and we have the full crew here this week, kicking things off with the owner of MTG Goldfish, Richard. How are you this fine Monday, Richard? Good morning, Seth. It's it's the morning before the storm for us, before we all storm it off is. to Las Vegas, so uh, <laughs> it's, it's been quite a busy weekend. Yeah, same, same for me, trying to get all the content done and get everything ready to leave for a week. So, yeah, we're, we're leaving in the morning. We'll be in Vegas for a week. Our next podcast will be our uh, <laughs> traditional Vegas podcast, which is always uh, always fun to cram into a hotel room and, uh, and record a podcast from Vegas with everyone. So you get to look forward to that next week. But before we get to that, we got another co-host in Krim. Good morning, Krim. How are you today? Morning. I had a pretty fun weekend. I just went to my first ever one Piece TCG pre-release. Ooh, I don't know anything about One Piece. Is that the anime one? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's a it's the no, card you have game. One that, card. It's One Piece. Yeah, TCG. that's it. That's it. That's all you have. You only get one. That's all. That's how it works. The bathing suit game. That's right. I remember. Yep. Now. Yep. <laughs> oh well. How was it? Was it fun? It was so much fun. I I, I went I went and got like second place on one of them. Uh, the the lines in this game are absurdly difficult, so it, it was really fun. And most importantly, I opened some mad bank. So, Ooh, uh, as are the just, cards actually valuable? Yeah, yeah. I opened like a hundred and thirty dollar card, uh, and then one pool had a hundred thirty dollar card and a sixty dollar card on the, uh, the Sabo alternate alternate arts in this game are gorgeous. And uh, nice. so, yeah. Wait, weren't well, you a sounds... One Piece hater? Like the anime? Oh, I don't, I don't like the, like the anime. That's the best Interesting. part. Interesting. Yeah. Crim just plays any anime TCG, yeah. even if he doesn't even like the IP. Don't have to like the IP. The game is just that good. The game is just that good. Uh, anyway, today we got a pretty interesting cast. So, uh, we want to mention a new secret lair drop briefly. There's some arena news. They posted a state of the client type thing, state of the formats. I want to mention that a little bit. And then there's a new survey about Wilds of Eldorain. And we're going to do something we've never actually tried before on the podcast. We're going to go through this survey and uh, do it together, talk about Wilds of Eldorain, see how that goes, and then maybe get to some fish mail. So that's the overview for today. Before we get into it, a reminder that today Today's show is brought to you by Card Conduit, and Card Conduit's the easiest way to sell your Magic cards. And if you ever get tired of all the hassles that go into buy listing your cards, Card Conduit lets you skip them with their curated service. You can send in as many cards as you want with a buy list value of a dollar or more and pay just a 5% service fee. And if you want to put in a little effort on your end, you can use this sorted service where you list and sort your cards in advance and pay just a 2% fee. Either way, you're going to get a detailed report with the results and a fast payment once your order is processed. And right now, you can even get another 10% off by heading over to cardconduit.com slash mtggoldfish. Card Conduit, they're the easiest way to sell your magic cards. So thank you so much to Card Conduit for supporting the show. And let's talk some magic and let's start with our, our couple of little topics before digging into the survey. So first, just this morning, Wizards announced a, a new secret layer drop, a My Little Pony secret layer drop. Richard, what uh? What is coming in this new charity focus drop? Half the profits are going to. Oh, I want to say Second Life. Is it Second Life? Seattle Children's Autism Center this is the actual charity. So uh, so yeah, the Children's Miracle Network. But anyway, Richard, what uh, what are we getting in this secret lair? All right, no idea, Seth. Uh, so four ponies. Four ponies. <laughs> Pinkie Pie, Fluttershy, Applejack, Rainbow Dash. Now. <laughs> I don't know, Seth. I know nothing about My Little Ponies. Me either. Uh, the cards are very rainbowy. There's a lot of pink going on. They're colorful. Uh, they're silver bordered. Okay, so that's I don't that's know. A big okay, case. <clears throat> why are they silver bordered? I thought we are in universes beyond. Is this too far out there for Magic: The Gathering fans? Like the 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 crossovers too far? Because like, why don't they just make them black bordered and we can just shove them into Commander <laughs> like everything else? Like we draw the line at pink ponies. Like I don't, I don't get think. It. I think if you actually read the cards, the mechanics are pretty silver bordery. Like, put a toy on the table, and your whatever creatures have the abilities of that toy, and it's a two-two creature. Like, what the <laughs> rainbow but, dash is when a creature you control with flying or haste attacks, you get twenty percent cooler, and you start yeah. to zero coolness, and then when you get to hundred percent coolness, it gets an ability. So I think they made them silver borders so they could do these. These wacky abilities that just don't work okay. in uh, in black border magic. What if they just made them black bordered cards? 
and change the abilities or just like yeah, yeah like like okay. so obviously they made the abilities like this because they knew they were silver bordered right but what if they just made the ponies but with mechanics that you could play in black border like new mechanics as well right so i mean Rainbow like, i feel they 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 decided that my little ponies are silver bordered and then they made silver bordered <laughs> cards to fit them uh, yeah I mean, yeah. I guess they had already done My Little Pony Secret Lair Drop like 2019 or something. So maybe that, and it was also silver bordered and it had the heart shape. Counterpoint. Like, uh, Transformers started off as silver bordered, but we decided ooh. that they're black bordered <laughs> because they're cool enough. I mean, I mentioned it on Twitter and a couple people did complain about it. Like, my wife really, I'd love to build a My Little Pony deck for my wife or whatever, but now I can't because they're silver border. So I don't know, maybe, I mean, would anyone actually be offended at this point if they were black border? Obviously, the abilities wouldn't work. You'd have to rework all the mechanics and whatever. But like, I don't know. Does anyone care at this point if they were black bordered? I, mean, <laughs> I, I, I don't I, think I would. I wouldn't. And also Rainbow Dash, you could just make it tw uh, two experience counters. And then yeah, once, you hit, way, like, once you hit add 10 counters experience counters, you have 100% cool. I think it might be five. So, I, But then it resets it. So it'd be like whenever you attack, it gets a counter, essentially. And then, yeah, yeah I guess it would be experience counters. And then once you max right. it out, you remove all of them or something. That would that would potentially yeah. work. I really like Pinkie Pie. Like, I don't know if you could actually make this mechanic, but uh, its ability is your party consists of each creature you control and your party is always full. That's what we need to actually make the party mechanic work. We just need a card that's just like, hey, you always have a you always have a full party. It doesn't matter what you actually have on the battlefield. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's My Little Pony. It's going for sale soon. Not really my thing, but if you love My Little Pony, good way to get some wacky cards and also uh, support a good charity. So let's move on and talk some Magic Arena stuff. So I gotta I gotta ask you guys, I've been waiting all week to ask you guys about this. So Wizards posted uh, a couple articles about the state of Magic Arena, the state of the formats. Most of it is pretty typical, like, corporate stuff the same stuff we've heard before everything's good everything's great this is what's going on the most interesting part to me is when they talk about digital only formats and this is the part that's gotten the most uh, the most traction so wizard seems to according to what they say in their articles they're really happy with how alchemy is going the metagame stays open and diverse and there's a good amount of change week to week uh creating an interesting and engaging format and play rates tend to back this up as both new and veteran players shift towards the format and then historic they say that they are especially happy about the variety of the format and love seeing decks like shrines slivers and thematic decks trying Tying into universes beyond storyline, jump up the archetype charts. Krim, when was the last time you played against uh, some slivers or shines in, in historic? Is this an idealized view of what these digital-only formats are? Like, wistful thinking. This is what we'd love them to be. Or is this actually grounded in the reality of what historic looks like at the moment? Uh, no, I, I actually played against slivers. Uh, like, that. that is, that is, I don't know when I saw shrines, but... But I definitely did play against Slivers and Collected Company and all of that. So, uh, and, uh, like, I do still think regardless of whether or not I played against Slivers, that's not a majority of what I played against. Uh, <laughs> but I, I also don't know what Christmas land that they're in if they're talking about alchemy. Yeah. I mean, because all I hear from people who play alchemy, and I play a lot of historic, too. I played more standard recently, but... All I hear is complaints about how Shieldred, the One Ring, Bowmasters is just like every other match. Every deck is built around this. It's all I play against. And I worry that these formats like are just not living up to their goals of this like week to week, fast changing, interesting environments. Like, uh, do you feel like that's happening, Krem? I feel like that's what we all kind of want these formats to be. But th there was actually so there was a stream that went along with this. They did a weekly MTG stream where they covered these topics with some of the people that work on Arena. And one of the most interesting parts of that stream for me is they asked about rebalancings and asked why there weren't more rebalancings. And the answer was essentially the people in charge of rebalancings are also the people that are in charge of putting other sets onto arena essentially and we would love to rebalance more but we just don't actually have the time to like because we're so busy putting new sets on arena that we can't actually find the time to like rebalance what do you make of that like is that a legitimate excuse richard like you know programming more than any of us like is that an unsolvable problem? Are they understaffed, underfunded? Why can we not rebalance cards regularly on Arena? 
It's like you have a heart attack and you're like, all right, call 911. We're the paramedics. <laughs> And they're like, oh, paramedics are busy because they're also the janitor and they're busy cleaning <laughs> stuff right now. Like, like what? Why is the rebalancing team the same team that makes new cards and stuff? Like, the team that puts new cards onto Arena is working nonstop, right? There is, like, stuff happening all the time. So, obviously, they're not going to have time to rebalance anything. Um, you know, it should be their own playtest team, right? It should be the playtest team that's doing it. Uh, they should have a dedicated team, and their main goal should be rebalancing. So it kind of tells us why nothing has been rebalanced, really, right? Like, only when stuff is really bad uh, do they, they come in and do something, but they just don't have the resources. So, you know, maybe they don't have resources, but they didn't give that caveat where, like, oh, we're aware, and we're adding more people or adding more resources to fix that. Like, that that would solve everything, right? Like, maybe today the state of the world is, like, they actually have nothing, but they don't even view it as a problem <laughs> like you know like they should be like oh yes this is terrible let's let's fix it and uh we got called out on it right but i don't know it seems like they're just like yeah that's how it is and uh, accept it guys so that's a little concerning i i will say i felt bad for the devs just watching the stream because it just the impression i got like this is not bashing them even in the the littlest like it sounded like we really would love to be doing this. We just literally don't have the time or the support to actually do everything we need to do. So if anything, I'm very sympathetic for the people actually actually trying to make Arena run and do these things. Do you think it's just an issue with support wizards like or Richard? Wizards made a billion, over a million dollars last year. Is this problem solved by just like, hey, let's just hire a couple devs and they'll be the rebalancing devs. Like, does that solve all of life's problems or is that not how programming works? I mean, this is not a programming issue right this is a play test like someone has to come up with the idea for the rebalance and then someone needs to program it afterwards right uh in paper you have like a team dedicated to testing and that is also of questionable size right but like you need one for arena and then you actually need a bigger development to actually development team to actually go do it so like i don't i don't know it's like small indie company problems like i don't know why they just don't <laughs> You know, you can't just hire random people and, like, maybe it'll work. But you can't actually do nothing as well, right? Like, if you double the team, surely you'll make some kind of progress. Uh, especially since your rebalancing team is busy doing other stuff, right? Like, you don't even have dedicated people doing this. So I think that is a problem. I think Wizards thinks it doesn't matter. Which is strange, because when you look at their graph, like, Alchemy is under 15% played. It's very low, right? Like, if this was supposed to be their premier format... That's very bad, right? So you would think they would put more resources onto this. And the interesting thing is, I don't know if these are facts that they're giving us or if this is like corporate speak. Like the graph, they show us Q play by format. There's no X axis. So this kind of tells me nothing, right? But yeah. if I just assume, I have to make up random things now because they don't tell me. If I assume this is like the past year or past six months, you see a little bump to historic, but that's it. That's kind of surprising given Lord of the Rings. You would expect Lord of the Rings to do something yep. big here. And I assume that bump from 25% to 27% is Lord of the Rings. Uh, but like that kind of tells me Lord of the Rings was a flop for Arena. Uh, again, I'm just making random things up because we have no data, but this is all <laughs> they gave us, right? But I would expect a bigger uptick in historic play given universes beyond going, going into there. That's also the scariest part about alchemy is like, I thought if anything is going to drive people to alchemy, it's like cancel standard rotation, release this hugely hyped and incredibly popular Lord of the Rings set. Like if there's anything that was going to get people to like migrate over, I assumed like how much more than that can you do? Like our format rotates, yours doesn't. And we have this really exciting new set based on iconic IP and like the alchemy chart is just essentially flat i think if you go to the beginning the of the chart and the end of the chart it's like essentially at the same spot there's a couple of little tiny like ups and downs along the way but it's really a straight line isn't it cram like yeah uh, what do you make of this chart cram and what do you make of the rebalancing things like do we need more rebalances are these digital only formats living up to the to the the promise of being fast changing or do we need to figure out a solution to this they should be working on the the digital only formats way more than they are and that, and unfortunately, yeah, like they that means they need more staffing, right? And that's the main that's what thing. What it sounds like, and and the graph is just I, I don't know what what is that what is that like Richard had mentioned, it doesn't really tell us anything. 
Yeah, it could be like the last 24 hours for all we know. <laughs> We're assuming it's the last minutes, year, but what it looks it's like. like yes. <laughs> we have enjoyed historic cue. That's the bubble. Yeah, yeah, yeah there it is right there. <laughs> historic to the moon. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, check out the articles. They're pretty interesting. Like I said, a lot of it's like eh, questionable graphs, you know, missing accesses, and a lot of corporate speak about how everything is wonderful. But there are some interesting tidbits. And if you want to go deeper, check out the Watsi stream, because that was mostly a big question an answer session based on these articles so there was some interesting stuff there but we'll, we'll see what happens in the future with arena but i hope they really find a way to uh support the devs more and and do some more rebalance things because i just i don't see the point of alchemy or historic without that fast-paced rebalancing like that's kind of the entire gimmick of these formats so if your issue is we don't have enough manpower or time or whatever to actually do these things and you're going to make these your premier digital formats that sounds like a problem that needs to be solved, whether it's hiring more people or like whatever you got to do. But like, come on, Watsy, you're making a billion dollars a year. You got to be able to you got to be able to help these devs out and let them actually rebalance cards when they need to. There's got to be a way to solve this problem. Seth, I, I want to ninja in the a, a couple of weeks back in our group chat. I shared with you guys an article that was counting mobile uh, TCG revenue or CCG revenue. And we believe it's mobile only, but in it, it said that Marvel Snap made $100 million, and then Yu-Gi-Oh! made 55, Magic Arena 19 million, Hearthstone at 18 million. And we're like, wow, what a big gap, like why? And then we're like, oh, it's mobile only, and maybe the majority of Magic Arena players play on desktop, which would make sense. But like, that is precisely the data that Wizards should be working towards, right? Like They should be focused on mobile, and... They declared best of one alchemy the mobile format, right? Like this fast-paced digital format. Uh, and they're getting beaten by Marvel Snap. Marvel Snap's a pretty small game. And they are actually a small indie company with like a handful of devs. Uh, and you know, like if you look at like Snap content, just like their tournament stuff, it's so small compared to Magic. But they're able to make so much more money. Uh, and you know, they they have an interesting model where you just pay like five, ten bucks a month. And then you get a card and basically like you buy the battle pass and that's how most people play the game versus magic's economy where you got to like crack a ton of packs to, to build decks. Um, but it's, it's very interesting. Like wizards needs to go after the mobile market. That's how they win this. And the mobile market starts at alchemy kind of right. Like best of one alchemy, you sit on your bathroom toilet, you play a game of alchemy, some random stuff happens Maybe you win and then you close it and you go on with your life, right? Like that's where we got to go to get the numbers. So I, I really hope Wizards is just giving us the corporate speak here and that they're actually very concerned for alchemy and they're trying like really hard behind the scenes to fix it. But they don't want to come out and say, you know, guys, we, we screwed up and this sucks, but they know it and they're working on it. Like that is my hope because you got to win mobile, right? Like this is 2023. You got to win mobile and with mobile comes China. Right. And then if you like China's like so big and yep. you got to get the mobile market. And then if you get that, then you've won everything. So like that's where Wizards kind of needs to go. Yeah, I, I would definitely agree with that. I, those numbers were interesting because when I first saw them, I was like, oh, my God, like Magic is doing horribly. And then I realized, oh, it's OK. It's only like App Store data. But then, so I was like, okay, that's probably fine. You know, I know Arena's making way more than that number because there's not that much digital, uh, mobile play for Arena. But then, like you said, eventually I thought about it more. I was like, actually, that's still pretty bad, right? They just, like, launched this big mobile thing for Arena. And the fact that it's making, like, one-fifth the money of Snap, which actually I think launched after Arena Mobile, that's still a concern. Even if Arena as a whole is pulling in hundreds of millions of dollars, the fact that mobile is such a small segment of it, like... Like you said, it's 2023. People are not all like us and tied to our PCs all day, like rewarding content. Like people want to be able to get on their phone and play a quick game. So hopefully they do have a plan for uh, for improving that along the way. Do you play mobile uh, arena at all, Krim? Like I haven't even really no. tried it. All I see is like people complaining about how it's kind of clunky and stuff on Reddit. Like do, do any of us actually have experience with how how well it plays on mobile? Uh, When I played it, uh, it it was not good. It was very it, it was no. very bad. It was like sluggish, uh, and and like it just like it was it almost like it felt like my phone exploded, like it was on its way to <laughs> oh, explode. Yeah, that's right. The, the over <laughs> that your phone is so hot that you question whether yep. your phone yep. is going to explode. <laughs> exactly. It's I mean, the, the biggest thing about mobile is startup time, 
Like I, I need to be able to start the app and have it start up in like five seconds and be in a game. And if I have to wait like 30 seconds a minute, you know how Wizard Wizards always loves uh, re-downloading assets and stuff like that? Like that's a killer. Like if I know it's going to take me two minutes to open Arena, I'm not going to open Arena, you know, sitting on the bus or something. Like it, it takes yeah. too much time, right? I'll, I'll just flip open another game that actually loads in 10 seconds. So I think loading time is one of the big deals. That actually is a really good point, because if you're trying to get in a quick game when you only have five minutes, if it's going to spend two minutes like downloading stuff to get you into the game, like it kind of defeats the whole purpose of it being mobile anyway. So, yeah, interesting. So, well, that's the latest arena news, but let's jump into the meat and potatoes of this podcast, which is the new Wild of Eldraine survey. So we've never tried doing this before. I'm going to kind of like guide us through this and we'll see how it goes. So we're going to start with. When did you start playing Magic the Gathering trading card game? And then there's a there's a huge list of the last 30 years. I'm actually kind of curious. I know I'm I'm like 2005 Ravnica Ravnica era. What about you guys? Where do you fall on this huge scale of sets and numbers? 2002. Oh, so Crim's so got me beat by like three years. So the Torment Judgment Onslaught era. Oh, yeah, that's onslaught. why you like Grinning Demon so much. Yeah, I, I mean, I that's <laughs> when I went into standard. So that. That was the first real, I guess, era of, like, standard that I played. You babies, get out of here. 94, Antiquities wow. Revised. Wow. <laughs> wow. Fallen, Fallen Empires. Em- Fallen you go Empires. to the dollar there store and buy some Fallen Empires yeah. packs because they were everywhere. <laughs> did Did you keep any of your cards from when you first started? Like, did you still have them when you came back, like, 20 years later? Or did they get lost to time? Yes, but they were all the bad cards. I have my Sarah <laughs> Angel. I have my White Knight. You know, we used we used to throw Force of Wills around like nothing. Uh, Lion's Eye Diamond was like garbage. Uh, so no, I I don't have anything good because I threw away all the good stuff. I definitely have my foil grinning demons, and I still have my foil void mage prodigy. So yeah, I still have those. And then somewhere in my box of magic cards are my old astral slide cards. Ooh, oh, classic. So I guess the TLDR is. We've all been playing Magic for a long time. Richard yeah. Richard beat us both by almost a decade, though. Like, So we've been playing almost 20 years. Richard going on 30 years. Let's move on to our, our next question. Oh, this is a good one because this has come up a couple of times. In the 12, past 12 months, which of the following games have you played? Baldur's Gate 3, Lorcana, Assassin's Creed, Pokemon, Final Fantasy, Yu-Gi-Oh, Dungeons & Dragons, Hearthstone, or none of the above. Unfortunately, Grim One Piece did not uh, did not make the survey. I guess Wizards doesn't view them as a, as a threat yet, but maybe next survey. Oh, they will. For me, for me, it's pretty much, I played Hearthstone, and I, I this doesn't even count, but I, I there was some Lorcana packs at, a, at Walmart, and I knew everyone was like, oh, these cards are so expensive. <laughs> so I bought some of them, and I think oh, it was like a total FOMO. flop. It was the FOMO, like, gambling thing, but I think they were all bad cards. So I don't think it counts as playing Lorcana, but what about you guys? What uh, what boxes do you check on this list? Uh, I hit Baldur's Gate. I hit Lorcana. I hit Pokemon. I hit Final Fantasy. I hit Yu-Gi-Oh!, uh and yeah all we need all of the above wow. for uh for crim <laughs> yeah I, I played a lot i mean if there was one piece the best card game on that list uh like yeah i i hit one of these i'm actually surprised wow. by the selection like are these like secret layer tests or something because it's I a smattering wondering. of random card games and then assassins like you know just like a couple video games but not like all the hot ones that came out recently no mobile games here uh so it's kind of interesting like the what they're choosing here i i think these are just competitors and secret layers i think that's what this that's, list is actually that's i think you're right because the oddballs like final fantasy or assassin's creed we know yeah. those are upcoming secret layers and then the it's rest like of two them franchises are... and like Baldur's well, gate is a game and then assassin's <laughs> creed is a franchise <laughs> same with yeah. final fantasy it's like yeah weird. wait they're not talking about Final <laughs> Fantasy the card game, right? They're talking about Final Fantasy the games, right? I'm assuming there's is there even an Assassin's Creed card game? So I, I assume know. it's just the game, yeah. <laughs> I mean, All right, yeah. so weird weird random wizard stuff. Let's keep moving on. Okay. This one's pretty pretty straightforward. Which Wilds of Eldraine products have you purchased? And it goes through all of them. Collector booster, Raft Booster, Set Booster, Commander Dax, Bundles, pre-release pack, starter kit, singles. 
I bought some packs. I bought some packs that I've cracked, but that's uh that's about it. Have any of you bought anything? What, what kind of packs else? did you buy? And uh, as yeah. many as to make a box worth? <laughs> no, not a not a. This was just like the impulse purchase, going through the checkout line, like grab a couple packs. Like, You're so like I, I, you don't. You know how they have those like lottery machine tickets when you when you leave like grocery stores, and then you and obviously have, like oh. old people milling around them and like buying like a lotto ticket or two as they leave the grocery store. That's that's, that's the booster packs. He sees like a booster pack there. He's like, I gotta get like two. <laughs> Remember like a few Vegases ago when you woke up and I was just cracking Zendikar packs like yeah. just oh the fun at like God. six a.m. Yeah, <laughs> I am kind of a degenerate pack gambler when it comes down to it. I guess. What about you guys? Have you bought any any wild stuff? I think Singles. this is paper only. I don't think it counts as uh, all the packs. I mean, if we count Arena, we have bought many, many booster packs, but... Uh, then yeah. I've updated singles. My, my paper decks with singles from Wilds of Eldraine. What singles, what singles did you buy for your decks? I'm curious now. So the most important one was Land Tax. Because it was... Uh, oh, the Enchanted Tale. The special yeah. ones. Yeah. 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 But maybe uh, some I, virtues, maybe <laughs> maybe some random okay. underrated cards, I feel. You'll see them in Vegas. Yeah. What, what about you, Grim? I got confetti foil, bitter blossom, um, <laughs> and then I also how, got the how best. How expensive was the, that? Oh, uh, well, I got it for a pretty solid price. I got it for like 70 the confetti um, foils are like the yeah. the most chased versions in the set, right? It's hard to keep track of these days, but those are like the super, super expensive ones. They're the best yeah. ones. And then I, I, I also got uh, the an- the second best uh, art uh, alternate art in the game, uh, the anime Smothering Tithe, Richard. Oh, God, I'm going to have to see that at the table. Is that <laughs> also confetti foil or is that just... No, 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 no. I'm not I'm not dropping like the $400 yeah, that it's asking like, for. ridiculously expensive. Because uh, it's like kind of popular, you know, Richard? I don't get it's not, it. It's like, it's, like, it's like not generic, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> there's a lot of generic the, anime I don't know, fans. man. Crim plays One Piece card game, but he doesn't like One Piece. <laughs> yo, dude. Yeah, but the, like, yo, the artwork in the One Piece card game is unreal. So let's not even talk about that. <laughs> like, uh, but yeah, like I, I got that, and I got um, Tough Cookie. I I built the Bernard Ginger Splicer deck. Uh, in, oh, in paper. In, in paper. In paper. Nice. So that deck uh, was yeah, actually like, pretty scary. Was it pretty close to what you played on? commander clash which just yeah went, no is going up next week i think uh, if you watch this weekend's commander clash i think Krim will be playing that deck yeah it's pr- it's pretty much that list uh and yeah like because i mean i i never gotten to see bant do cool sacrifice things and uh Krim's, yeah crimson green player now casting i, I guess i am growth. yeah <laughs> funny oh, enough all right let's the one i don't let's own keep moving life. forward oh okay like uh, how much have you spent? I don't know if you even care about this. I, I filled it in based on the handful of packs that I that I bought. So uh, whatever, we we spent a little bit of money. Next up, this is this is where it gets more interesting. So please rate the value of the products that you bought. Uh, so wh- let's just go with the top question here: the value of the set overall. How would you rate this on a scale from very poor to not applicable? I guess very poor to, to excellent. Uh, what do you think the value of this set is? Um, you know, probably I'm actually sure. pretty pretty fair. Like we're talking about when the set we're we're talking including the enchanted tales, the whole the whole shebang. everything I can get out of a booster pack. Okay, yeah. In that case, I think it's actually pretty good. I might be in the like I'm like somewhere in the range i think on one hand the enchanted tales are like really awesome and those are like some of the best reprints we've seen in normal set ever on the other hand i think questing druid just spiked but before that there was like no rare worth more than like a dollar or something in the set like all the value value is enchanted tales so i think if you don't have a good enchanted tales your booster's probably gonna leave you sad or you gotta hit like soul cauldron or besiege the mirror I would go somewhere in the, like, fair to good. I don't think it's, like, excellent. I don't think it's poor. But, like, if I could go somewhere in between fair and good. What about you? Break our break our tie, Richard. Where where are you at with this? This is a loaded question, okay? So if it's of the stuff I paid for, good value. Because I, I only bought the good value stuff, which was, like, land tax and enchanted tales, <laughs> right? Uh, and, and that's also in the context of Magic the Gathering. 
so if right. I remove the context of Magic the Gathering, I have to tell my wife I spent $50 on like pieces of cardboard. <laughs> and that's like very poor value, <laughs> right? So depending on <laughs> how you view this... Uh, you know, I, I got a, you know, I thought I, I got a good deal. Land taxes reprinted. I bought it. So, you know, we'll just split the difference. We'll say fair, but, uh, right. you know, it's still expensive compared to other hobbies. It is. It is still expensive compared to other hobbies. And, uh, let's, uh, let's keep going for it. How many play sessions have you had? We've all played many, many. So seven or more go for the max. How would you rate Wilds of Eldraine as a set overall? So this is not value. This is the actual, the actual cards. How would you rate the actual cards of the set? And it's the same scale. Porta, Porta excellent. Richard. Uh, or Krim. Excellent. I mean, so this is not, so this is just generic, right? We don't know if they mean power we'll level, flavor. The words are just, how would you yeah. rate the Wilds of Eldorain set overall? So I guess whatever you make of this that sentence. Probably I thought it was the best sets they made. So somewhere yeah. between good and excellent. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, I think I got to reserve my excellence for like my all-time favorite sets. But I would definitely give it a good. I think it's better than, I think it's better than fair. Yeah. All right, next. Ooh, okay. Pull up mtggoldfish.com. Please rate the look of the Wilds of Eldraine set. <laughs> Would you say that the look of the Wilds of Eldraine set is same scale, very poor, up to excellent? <laughs> so go over to the to the spoiler page on mtggoldfish.com, browse through, browse through the cards. I mean, so on one hand, the main set looks like the main set. So I think for me, this mostly comes down to the special treatments, like the the showcase treatment and then the Enchanted Tales treatments. I've always thought that uh, the Eldraine showcase treatment is like S tier. I think it's one of the the storybook cards are like, I think one of my favorite showcase treatments that they do. Then Enchanted Tales, meh. I mean, they're, I guess you get the cool anime art that like some people really love, but they're just some like borderless. Some people. Some, <laughs> some, a some, lot of okay, people. Okay, many generic anime fans out there. I know. Whoa, I know, generic? We <laughs> We're just throwing that around out of here? Okay, this isn't like sunny select anime, all right? Uh, where where would you guys put it on the, on the scale? I think I'm probably in the like good range again. I think this is excellent. I thought the if it like the look of the set, the look, the aesthetic, the look, yes. yeah, I love the set. Like it is visually pleasing. The colors pop. I haven't enjoyed like I'm talking like the colors pop, like how original OG Lorwyn, like the basics popped, right? The beauty in those lands and just the the whole how that whole plane looked, because uh, the colors, the bright fantasy, but like you know with this weird dark undertone, grim fairy tales hmm. kind of vibe. I love you that know, and. You might be right. Maybe it's right? excellent. Yeah. It might well, actually you, you be. You glossed over the main set cards, but the setting lends itself to certain like a certain art aesthetic. And yeah. the you know, the basics that they choose, the the full art basics as well. So I think the set looks really good. And you know, part of it is that, you know, like having the the gingerbread or whatever, I think like adds to the vibe and feel of the set, right? And that kind of yeah. makes yeah. it Yeah. The the Even the anime cards are like pretty good. Most of them are pretty good except the egregious smothering tithe, right? And then the enchanted tales I think are also very good. Don't they look a little Lorcana to you, Seth? Uh so yeah. I I the art think does. Yeah. I like the excellent. Enchanted Tales. The only thing I don't like about the Enchanted Tales is I feel like the border is pretty generic. Like the art is good and it does like kind of Disney Lorcana y. Uh, but uh, the border, I don't know. It's it's okay. I really like the border. I'm not like the, the, against it, but I'm kind of like, it's yeah, a, whatever. It's a borderless border, but like they flatten the colors or whatever, right? It's like flat. It looks. Oh, it just looks very Disney, which is what they're going after, right? Because, like, fairy it tales does. I swear Maleficent is in one of these cards. There's a dragon that looks exactly <laughs> yeah. like Maleficent. I can't believe you yeah. know that name, Seth. You know. Hey, I opened, I opened, like, four Lorcana packs, so now I'm a wait, Disney expert. You know wait, 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 wait. Like, Lord of the Rings. No. Like Did you open no. Maleficent, Maleficent? No, but I Googled prices and saw that Maleficent was, like, the most expensive card, so I know that it exists, but I didn't actually open it, yeah. All right, let's keep moving on. Ooh, all right. Open-ended, no scale here. What do you like best about Wilds of Eldraine? I mean, I'll, I'll go first because it's super easy. Enchanted Tales for me is like the home run of this set, I think. The Enchanted Tales were so, so good. Like they put so much value in there, so many needed reprints. So for me, that's an easy one. Anime art, fairies, <laughs> cookies, attacking. 
that is. Like, like, a, like I could actually make a gingerbread cookie deck if I wanted. And it's actually kind of good. Cookies, yeah. cookies are actually playable. Flavor. What about you, Richard? Flavor. Co- flavor. Hopefully cookies Flavor's have good. flavor. The art, the art style of Enchanted Tales. Not the value of them, but the art style. Well, also, what do you like least about Wilds and Veldrain? Oh, that I oh my god, I love. <laughs> All right, I got. Let, like let me let me. The, the, green card cream. <laughs> okay, well, no, that's actually it's actually blue cards, uh, and black cards because oh, they suck. No, well, no, I mean, I so example, I love the fairies in the set, but why don't they have flash? <laughs> so can I? Why why don't they have flash? Please. I mean, They've been doing all right in standard, even without it, though. Like fairy sure. just shown to be like at least somewhat playable. Oh, they are, but why don't they have flash? That doesn't that doesn't change the yeah. point here. What they should have flash, right? Obira's oh the two mana uncommon Obira is sick. I love that card, but like Talion's messenger, give it flash, please give it flash. It's three mana. What about you, Richard? You know what like it least. is. It's anime smothering time. It's so out of place. Oh, get so out of here. Like, the rest of the anime cards range from, like, you know, decent to good or, you know, great. But, like, anime smothering time is just, like, what? How is that smothering time? <laughs> why? It's the chase card, too. Like, why? <laughs> <laughs> dude, come on, dude. <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> what you got to do is cosplay. As the Smothering Tithe character, and see if anyone can recognize. You know <laughs> like, what? Oh, yeah, you're clearly only, Smothering Tithe. <laughs> only if you stand near me and you're the other girl that's I'm the like other falling one. over. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's not blushing. Turns out she's just rough. Like she's laughing, laughing so hard that she's like now <laughs> condescending. Uh, this might be cheating, but I'm gonna go with the basics. Actually, I'm just I'm done with full art basics. They're not special to me anymore. Like they're they're fine, but like you could put them in really? any set, and I'd be like, oh, like more full art basics. Like there's nothing that really screams Eldrain to me from uh, from the full art basics in this set. So they look like Lakana basics. I don't know what Lakana has. It's the same yeah. Enchanted Tales. Lakana doesn't though, even right? have lands. I don't think. Yeah, but it's like yeah, that Enchanted Tales look for their basics. Technically, yeah. everything is a land, or almost everything I don't know. is a land. If you put it in Kaldheim, I I wouldn't know the difference. I it's actually really this. like the basics from the set. <laughs> oh wow! We really? Okay, you do? Really? S tier? I should play Lorcana. Like I like that Lorcana art style, right? Like it's a very like specific Dude. art style, and I think it comes through. Like it's very different. Like I don't like the generic magic fantasy art that we we've come to to make standard. So I actually like it when they have. A new art style that like makes sense, and I think the basics really capture that Disney look, whatever that is. You like this art style, uh, uh, like 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 you like this art style, like this Mickey Mouse, like you know, like I, I I've got I've got the Dragon Fires as well. Yes, I'm playing yeah. Amethyst Purple Control, but like uh, I I really. You know, I if, people don't like this. This is, this is this is a hot take. I I don't know. I I, don't, I, I mean like no, no 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 no. <laughs> I'm actually the outlier here, and I think that I I'm in the hot take area where I think this art is trash. Uh, and I like I think that the IPs are trash, but I like the <gasps> game. Ooh, ooh, ooh. You hate Disney IP? What? Oh well, no, I don't. I'm actually a Disney adult now because they acquired Marvel. So I can't. I, uh, I'm not even joking. I used but like I used core to, Disney, like Lion King, Aladdin, whatever. Garbage. All that stuff. Garbage. Wow. Except, okay. How maybe are you not a maybe, fan of anime, but you trash on like <laughs> dude, dude, one no, of the dude, most like, influential things in animation. Wow. Because oh, gr- oh. growing up in the oh, '90s, you had better. TV, you had better movies that were animated. Pixar is fine. I like Toy Story, but that's so, to lightly put it. I, I I think that growing up in the '90s, you had the absolute best cartoons, the absolute best animated stuff, and you had also like Cowboy Bebop. You had all the best animes that are iconic now. So he's, he's why would I watch? It's already corrupted by anime when the Lion King came out, <laughs> dude. Yeah, exactly. Well, like, why would I watch the Lion? Like, okay, Lion King was like all right, I guess, but like Nightmare Before Christmas, that's solid. I like that. Uh, Mulan was like the best Disney movie. So yeah, I don't know. Like a lot of these these, I I I like. What fairy tale, like what they've done for, you know, like in the world of movies, but like fairy tale themes, all that stuff, like that's cool. It comes from this, but 
or it's inspired by this, but all I actually right, prefer right, the right, darker girl. version. We're, we're gonna right, have we, to go to Command yeah, Fest yeah, Orlando. Yeah. We're gonna have to. <laughs> we're gonna have to go to Disney and give you another childhood. This is what we're gonna have to do. This is a, this is a this side is, quest that we must embark on. <laughs> maybe this is why I love Control decks because I just I, I'm yeah, a this grumpy. Is why he likes Nickel Bolas and Control decks. He he had the Disney magic sucked out of him at such a young age. <laughs> just a grumpy oh. old man. <laughs> All right, we gotta we gotta move forward. We still got a bunch of the survey to go. So okay, this one we need just gut initial reactions. They're changing up the scale. So this is how would you rate the following features of Wilds of Eldraine? This is from one, which is strongly disliked, to seven, which is liked very much. Fairy tale theme, one to seven. Go. Seven. <laughs> we just talked about this. Probably probably five, five, six, somewhere in there. Se- Fairy tale theme? Like, like, they did an excellent job with that. Seven. Adventures. I think adventures are a seven to me. Adventures are, they're just so good to play with. They play so well. Yeah. I give it a six. I give Except it a there. six as well. Food. Um, not as Four. broken this time around. <laughs> I feel so, like food, yeah. So I give I it a, like about food. a Four. Could have used more support to actually be good enough for standard. I'm kind of in the I, four range. I too. feel Lord of the Rings ruined food. Like they, you, you just have in general, such a hot so food deck and so many yep. good food cards, and they're just like, why? Why is food here again? Like, what, what is going on? So they they should have spaced it out better. But I think Lord of the Rings stole the Eldraine food thunder. Rolls, actually seeing it played uh, and mattering. Um, yeah. So so about a four. About a four. I mean, yeah, maybe a five. I might give it like slightly above average. Actually, no, One. average is probably fine. Wow, <laughs> Richard really hates him. You don't like the it's roles? It's so hard to understand. They don't even have the oh. reminder text on there. You have like stupid tokens you need to use mm. that don't represent. Like, it's so confusing and hard to use. I okay, don't that, see the point. In that, that case, I realize, three. three. I realized this week there is... One there's eight rolls. One of them is only made by a single card in the commander precon. Do we really need like a mechanic that's as complicated? So I think you're right. Like I think it, as far as how it's played in standard, it's probably like a four or five for me because it actually does yeah. play. But as far as the design, it probably is like a two, a for three. Me. Like it's, it's about a like three. I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty low on the design. Uh, what about bargain? The bargain mechanic, sack something, mm-hmm. do something. That's about a, a five or a six. I liked it. Yeah. It was it did its job. It doesn't. It's not like confusing. It's pretty straightforward. Uh, the only time, only thing is that sometimes maybe people forget that it's not sack anything. It has to be exactly. I, I forgot that a few times. Tried to sack a creature and like, oh <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's not how this works. <laughs> yeah, yep, it's probably yep, a yep. solid like five. five, like above average. Ugh, last one, celebration. I hate this mechanic. One, like, one, to do like a zero. Thing, to do a like slightly better thing. Like it's such a. Oh, to me, that's a very forgettable throwaway mechanic. I would put it at a one, honestly. I do yeah. like celebration. Yeah, full agree. Uh, this mechanic is is hot garbage. Oh boy! Now they're sending us through specific specific Excellent. cards. Excellent <laughs> cards. Excellent. Oh, these are these are treatments. These are treatments. Please yeah. rate the following treatments in Wilds of Eldraine. Images shown are examples. Anime, borderless, enchanted tales from very excellent. poor to excellent. I know Crimson excellent. <laughs> excellent. I'm a I'm a fair. Like I just I don't care. It's not my thing. Richard, good, good. Wait, okay, so you can't. So so you're saying that even though you don't like anime, you don't think that omniscience is gorgeous. Hmm. No. Oh, I, I mean, it's, it's it's just a borderless card, right? <laughs> Yeah, to me, like, I don't have any special... It does look good, but this is for, remember, not the specific card as much as just, like, all no, of I that know. treatment. Yeah. For me, I'm just kind of like, meh. Like, I'm not going to go out of my way to get them. I, I'll, I'll go with good. Good is fine. Like, we, we can go with good. What about normal Enchanted Tales? Non-anime Enchanted Tales. Same scale. Very poor to excellent. Excellent. Fair. Richard loves them. I, I love uh, Enchanted Tales, actually. I'm, like, fair I'm to poor. Of, I'm kind of like fair to poor too. Like it doesn't it doesn't do it for me. I don't really like the border. The art I like, but it doesn't really do the border. Oh, I guess oh, with Richard, they're going to give us more Avocat frames, Seth. You got well, <laughs> I, I, you, you can read them. I do appreciate that you can read them. So <laughs> that's uh, that's a win. <laughs> we'll give it a fair. Right, fair. I think our poor and fairs equal out with Richard's excellent. What about borderless lands? 
This one we see it every time. Like, is this special anymore? It's just like Border, being borderless and extended mean nothing anymore. to me at this point. Yeah. yeah, like I'm like don't care. I'm not like anti it, but I'm also not. Oh my god! I hope I open a borderless one. I'm just, just like it's I, normal to me now. It's been normalized. I say so. Poor. I would be fair. Ooh, poor. Like uh, you might as well have just made them like the normal border and like not add the confusion of having like 800 types of cards. That is true. There is a downside, I guess. I, I, I would say that the borderless lands are excellent. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. So poor. I'm a richer support of fair. I'm a fair crimson. Excellent. Yeah. I'm going to leave it at fair. What about fair this? Good, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just somewhere yeah, in between fair and good. If you average it out extended art cards, which are, I guess, different than borderless. Cause they have yeah. a little bit of a void. Yeah, like, this is why like, really there's like no the point difference. to these, right? It's just like poor. <laughs> it's the, this this one, same, this one I would but... say about like fair to poor. Oh wow! Okay, we get it. So there's a so there's Krim a vastly here. Krim, borderless Krim likes borderless over extended. Yeah. Oh wait, borderless. Wait, how <laughs> extended art? Borderless. I don't. I don't borderless. know. Why the lands this are is, special. They, they asked you about there. the lands. Yeah. They asked you about understand. the lands specifically, and now they're asking about the borderless cards. So Fair. I say excellent. <laughs> excellent, Richard. Are you sticking with poor? <laughs> I'm sticking with poor. We're oh, averaging out to fair. Oh, full art. Oh, story yes. poor. Very poor. <laughs> poor. Very Average poor. Average it out, Seth. Very Average poor. <laughs> no, no, no. I put very poor. I do Krim not like very these. poor. Okay, so that, that average is fair. And it then Seth doesn't like, like them either, fair. so it's like a poor. I'm like a poor. I'm not like very yeah. poor. So I think it would be then. like in between fair and poor, yeah. Showcase adventure Whoa. cards. Ooh. Excellent. Excellent. I'm excellent. These are my favorite showcases. the best frames of all time. Oh. Oh, yeah. yes, it's classic. They should make more of them every time. Oh, all right. Whoa. Excellent. Confetti, please rate confetti foils while wow, it's even spinning there. Wizards going all out with these surveys. That's because nobody knows what a confetti foil is. So yes, I <laughs> did not know either. Us. Okay, it's does beautiful. it pringle, Krim? Does it pringle? Yes, how pringly is it? No, it's actually really solid. Uh, the uh, issues I do have is that I wish it was easier. Actually, like, like yeah, like, I wish it was easier to trigger the, the spaghetti foiling. You know, like the like Trig uh, the trigger. Yeah, like it's like I don't know. Oh, like like you got to move it the right way yeah. to get the light. Like, I see, I see. I was thinking of like triggering an ability. Like Tanner does it. No, no, Monicon. Can I Monicon these foils? Having mm. the sparkle actually sparkle and like have it visibly sparkle from like because it, it it is a it's supposed to be like the super enchanted artwork, right? So I I should be able to see the sparkles from like two blocks away. But can but you like, tell? Does it do that? Like, if you just slap it on the table, could someone tell it's a foil or confetti foil? I don't think you could actually. Like, not not unless you like sat down and like, yeah, like you had to like if you pick it up and you hold it, yes, right. Like, yeah. but like it has to be at an angle, right? Otherwise, it just looks like this card. It just looks like the normal I'm, card. Interesting. I'm gonna I'm gonna defer to Grim here because he's the only one I think that has a confetti foil in person. Because I know foils a lot of times look different in person. So Grim. Take it away. You grade this one. All with you. I'm uh, not going to argue with you. I'm going to say, like, well, because of that exact like, thing I just mentioned, I think I'm actually going to go to good. I really so it like these. looks really great, but you don't get the lighting effect as often as you'd like. Is that yeah. the... Yeah. Okay. Okay. Good. Good seems fair. All right. Let's uh, please select the cards and print treatments you're actively collecting. Oh, God. Are Anime. Any actively collecting. <laughs> yeah. And Karim, of course. Anime borderless. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, adventure do, cards. So, so the, way, the way the way I view this is: if you buy a card, would you swap the base would version you buy, for uh, okay. one of you know for one of these versions? And actually, enchanting tales too. Uh, okay, are, I mean, for my me. man Richard's out here, the only one who's like, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I would, I would definitely upgrade to showcase. Like that's the one for me. Enchanted um, tales, I'm probably not. Like I mean, the borderless ones, I can take or leave. Confetti foil, maybe, but they're so expensive. I don't think it's. Yeah. If you got to pay way, way more for it, I don't think it would be worth it for me to get confetti foils. If they were the same price, maybe. But I get confetti foils, but I mean, that's because I like really, really like the anime arts. <laughs> How excited were you to return to the world of Eldorain from not at all to very? How, how? Where do I put traumatized from the last set? <laughs> there is why, no why is traumatized there no option. There's no, <laughs> yeah, no, it's you either hate it or love it. There's no middle ground here. Uh, I guess new to the world of Eldraine is as neutral as it gets. Not very excited. I don't know. I was just like, uh, okay. Yeah. 
I mean, that's tough. I would be neutral if there was a neutral option. Yeah, I'd be like I was excited, well. but also a little bit scared. So I'm not sure what to pick between not very and normal excited. When in the dark, the announcement, I would say not at all excited. Again, traumatized from last set. Then yep. after the announcements, then I saw the spoilers. <laughs> You Excited. saw an anime card. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I zoom flying. <laughs> this is the best set ever. No, like I, th- I then got excited because yeah, like fairies. They actually had fairies. Uh, they actually had a bunch of very visually pleasing set. Uh, like true. like looking cards, and then yeah, like the 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 set actually seemed fun. So excited. Let's go with excited then. Oh, okay. Too late. Excited. You, you too can late. go back. We not, you can go back. I can go back. All right. Well, we can upgrade to excited. We're there. Oh, a universe how, is beyond question. Huh? How close is Wilds of Eldering to what we would consider to be a classic magic setting? I very different. Think this is. I think it's very really. Different. Yeah. I four. think it's very. I think it's very magicy. I would put close, probably. A Maybe classic because like, we already ran Eldrain once. Like you have rat kings, but like the comical looking rat kings. You have gingerbreads walking around. Yeah, yeah. like but this like, is that's all like old school like it's... fantasy stuff, right? But a that's not ma- people. Otter? People like who have mentioned like the break of immersion. I feel like magic's broken its own immersion for quite some time and a yeah. very long time ago. <laughs> so, like uh, I wouldn't say this is out of place. But does it look like I don't know ninety three ninety four magic? No, no, okay. it does what, not. What does classic not... even mean though? Yeah, that's why this is I a mean, weird question. Who knows? If you, even if you go all the way up to like two thousand and two, like when I like I would consider yeah. classic around the area when I started, right? Like torment, you know, when you had the judgment apocalypse cards, it looks nothing like that. It feels a little Lorwyn-y. I that's the best comparison I think. Like it, it a it, lot of this that reminds me of Lorwyn, although maybe that's not enough for it to actually be very close to classic magic. What it feels like is if they took magic's like fantasy and then pushed it through a Disney like like yes. like they they took Disney and this they is the actually Disney remake of Magic the Gathering. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. And Lorcana the Gathering. Okay, very yeah. very different it is. Oh my goodness! Okay, we're not going to go through oh, this whole God. list, but right. oh, easy! No, no, no! I, I got you. Wild of Alderaan. What's your favorite card? Do I? Can I only pick one? Because you, you have to pick can, three. Well, it says you can pick up to three. I was thinking we'd each pick one, but you okay. can pick three if you want, Graham. That's fine. Obira Dreaming Duelist, Talion, and Rankle's Prank. I, I mean, I got to go with the uh, the the new Panharmonicon. Virtue of knowledge, <laughs> I think, is a uh, is an easy. Wait, choice. wait, wait, Richard. wait, wait! Not loyalty, dude. It's good. Mm-hmm. I mean, loyalty is overperformed. That card's been way better than I was. Of course, it has. It I thought we were gonna. I thought we were gonna get wrecked again by saying it was. I <laughs> knew it was gonna good, be good, but this time it actually has been good. I, I had I no like doubt. Gingerbread. Oh yeah, Sir, Sir oh. Ginger, the meal ender. Sir Ginger is really good. Also, uh, tough cookie. I yeah, really tough cookie like the design is awesome. Of that card too. That would also be on my. There's a lot. There's a lot of good cards in this set actually. Uh, we might be getting near the near the end of this. Now we're kind of like shifting gears to how many how many sanctioned events have you played? Like, whoa, whoa, whoa! Modern? Whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa. Un- uncheck that garbage. I don't play that. <laughs> but you can whoa, choose whoa. all that a commander. Commander. That I don't know if we can actually if we can actually make it through this. We're only at forty three percent, and I feel like we're gonna have a lot of a lot of a lot of questions to go. Okay, I mean, uh, we typically play all formats. Yeah, I mean, basically, so, Oathbreaker. Do it. Does anyone I, else actually play Oathbreaker? I have my deck. I built a new one. Uh, Popper. Anyone play Popper? No. Okay. Commander no. Modern. Two at a Giant. Yeah. Yeah. No. A homebrew. Wow. They have a spot. If you made up your own format, you can put it. <laughs> you can put it in here. Your made up homebrew format. Can, can you check that and say Pioneer, but uh, uh, Lotus Field and Nykthos are banned? <laughs> can you just say that, please? Thank you. Pioneer, but Lotus Field and Nick, those are banned. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, just for just for you, yeah, Grim, I got yeah. you. Yeah, thank you. Not another you old format. Kamigawa block tiny leaders. Okay. <laughs> now, now we're good. Which is your favorite? Which is your favorite? <laughs> um, what, what, what is your favorite? I'm curious. What's what's y'all favorite format? I think it's actually still modern. That's still it's my my love of it's waned a little bit compared to where it was a few years ago, but it's still it's still number one for me. 
that that format was my absolute favorite, but it is trash now. So I just cannot play that. I hate that format. Um, I I think I would probably say either commander or standard. Um, I like that. I, I don't have to. Historic a lot. But. Yeah, historic is also really good because I don't have to rule zero. Uh, I could just like play what I want, <laughs> and uh, yeah, like so. I don't know. Maybe maybe I just like sixty card format stuff. Um, what about but, you, Richard? Uh, it's gotta be Commander. I, I'm a 60 card format guy, but the formats are just so eh <laughs> that, that I'm just forced to play Commander. You think the I formats co- are eh? I mean, I like Commander. I mean, Commander's still good. If we Modern only have to pick so, one... like they, they, they've killed basically all the Eternal formats because they rotate too fast now. So basically, my choice is Commander or Standard, and Standard is hit or miss. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's not, and Standard has kind of been kind of sameish. So I actually do think Commander tops standard at this point but standard so. pretty fun standard has been pretty fun overall since the yeah Lads even of Eldrain. even Although, with Shieldred running around it's like fine i would i don't i don't know if i go that far but yes it has still been fun despite Shieldred. probably the most correct answer for all of us though is commander i guess like if if we had to somehow narrow it down like i'm kind of at modern crim's kind of at standard richard's at commander but we all do play commander so if we have to only choose one as commander that's probably at least we all like that format yeah that's fair all right let's let's get oh boy <laughs> oh no all right we might <laughs> we might call we might call it an end here oh, i froze up again thinking back to lord of the rings tales of middle earth draft how many of each of the following did you participate in did any of you do lord of the rings drafts no i don't draft uh i did like maybe eight on arena that's it I did, I want to say one, maybe one on Magic wow. Online. You're missing a whole aspect of Magic the Gathering. <laughs> I know, I don't, I don't play that many, uh, I don't play that many limited formats. How would you rate Lord of the Rings and tabletop in Magic Online draft experience? How do you like the draft, Richard? Ooh. You drafted the what most, this Magic is your Arena. answer. Why is, oh, we, we couldn't, no, we drafted on Arena. Wait, did I? I drafted on yeah. Arena. What? Yeah, we, oh, there must be another question about Arena on there. Oh, uh, yeah, I mean the next question. I, I don't know. Okay. We, I never drafted in <laughs> any of these formats, but Arena. Oh, okay. Uh, Poor wait, because why? it's a, probably on uh, Moto. Oh, on Moto. Okay, fair. It was it was fine. Why did you choose this rating? Skip. All right. What about Arena, uh, Richard? How would you rate your experience? Fair. I mean, it's nothing special. Or yeah. are we talking about the yeah. set? Or are we talking about the draft? I don't know. It was okay. The draft experience. Okay. okay, so I think we've I think we've reached the end. Now we're to the demographic information. Did yes. you attend a tabletop pre-release for Wilds of Eldorain? Anyone? Yes, I did. I attended it. Yes. Uh, <laughs> have you spent? Do you plan to spend more money or less money on Wilds of Eldorain compared to recent sets? Consider tabletop and digital versions. So a little you're spending bit more. more on Wilds of Eldorain. A little bit more. I yeah, because the me, anime it's about the same. More anime a little bit okay okay they got you then enchanting tales. oh god <laughs> okay Richie, you're wrong why enchanted anime tales. crim why in anime there, ench- anime enchanted tales anime on here confetti there's be anime on here yeah more Showcase. there's you, you did there's another that's anime there's also regular but there's, oh, okay there's tales. normal yeah. enchanted tales okay. and then there's confetti decks. oh <laughs> oh wait commander hey, yeah decks? commander decks as well because the fairies <laughs> Good value. Excited about traditional foil cards. No one says that Conf- anymore. Poor foils. Confetti. Foils have really got wrecked by. You mean traditional foils have really got wrecked by. Oh, pringling and all. If they like just made boosters. traditional foil that didn't pringle, I believe oh. people would be super hyped. I'm glad we made it to this question. 69% of the way through the survey. <laughs> How have the recent changes to standard rotation affected your interest in standard and wilds of Eldorain? Honestly, I'm I want to give this a one for standard because I want to clearly send the message that I hate those changes. But this is a team survey, so where are you guys at as far as the rotation changes and standard? We don't really have enough info yet, so I'm just gonna leave it at three, right? Because it's like yeah, I, I I think one. I think I'm, I'm less interested. Whether it's better or not, I don't know. Right? We don't have the information. But when I heard that news, I'm like, I'm not gonna play standard <laughs> like i don't feel like playing standard so I, I definitely lost interest after hearing that news on the other hand i don't think it really changed my interest in wilds of eldorain at all like uh, I, I i don't think it actually impacted it because i'm still playing in commander and modern and pioneer so if it did it was pretty slight but i mean i i actually am really enjoying wilds of eldorain so i think it's like more like a four 
Yeah. All right. We'll go. We'll go with that. How would you rate these attributes of the Wild of Elder Where, where do I purchase? check for uh, foiling? <laughs> physical physical quality of uh, of your cards, print quality. Do we do what, we what want to answer this? Physical quality and print quality. What, what does this even mean? So okay, so it actually says on here. So physical quality, the physical attributes of the cards themselves. So are the corners dinged? Is that what I that guess, means? Yeah. All of the print issues are the next one, right? Print print quality, contrast in colors, lack of smudging, centering of the image. Oh, I guess technically then that that's fine. I like that. That that was, I think is good. That's been yeah. good, right? What and yeah. what's physical, physical attributes? Quality, good. I don't know. Yeah, like cards I don't are know. Not I guess. Bent. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's I guess it's fine. Uh pee pee poo poo. Pee pee poo poo. I'm not I'm there. Okay, we we we've, we've got to the big one. How do you feel about Magic the Gathering? The question it's all been leading up to. I hate this game. I dislike this game. I like this game. I love this game. Well, on stream and in all my content, I think I say it the most that I hate this game. So, Grim <laughs> <laughs> hates the game. I mean, I, I but love I, magic. But I, <laughs> but it's like, the... I, it's like the toxic relationship, you know. Yeah. I, but I also love this game. So, <laughs> Richard, where where are you at with your relationship to MTG? I go with I love this game. I, I like. Yeah, this you game. do. I, no, I like Richard, game, get also, out of here. You, we you love this game. This long. You can't be here this long without loving it, right? Yeah, yeah we just took a I mean, survey. They got us. They got we just us. took we just a survey. We're taking this survey. To- oh, we love this game. Oh, oh, how do you feel about Wizards oh. of the Ghost Hasbro as a company? Oh, I unironically want to click. I hate this company. That is probably too harsh. But if I was doing this survey by myself, I would, that is probably what I would click. Remember, this is the company, not the people. I love the people, not the game. I love the game. But I, I'm curious. Uh, where where would you guys? What would you check here? Uh, I mean, like, I, I have to be at least dislike. Like, the yeah, actual like actual corporate aspect of it. Like I, I can't go with I like Hasbro as a company. And it's not all Hasbro, it's like with the whole system and they're whatever, but still, like it, it is really hard for me to click I like or love a huge corporation that's making billions of dollars as people complain about things. Yeah, like there there have been some decisions that are like, you know, but between like something some of the like whatever Pinkerton stuff, uh there's there's lots that have happen in the past year that make me wonder <laughs> like like who, who's doing what at this company <laughs> so uh i think i'm probably somewhere either between again i love the people uh probably i, I don't know actually where where are you at richard i wish there was a neutral i i think they get too much crap. i guess no okay. opinion there, there, there is, is some... neutral there is some like stuff that's overblown. Like I wish they balanced the game better, right? Yeah. But they did do great things like Lord of the Rings and Universes yeah, Beyond, right? And like, you know, we're talking about confetti foils and enchanting tales right. and anime art. Like these are all things we love, but then we we quickly discard them and then hone in on the things we like dislike. Like, oh my god, can't right. you balance standard and stop charging so much for packs? So like oh, it's a love-hate relationship. I, I so it think. is a toxic relationship. Are we going to end up with no opinion after all this? Is that is that where this is at? Like I know everyone end? wants to mash I hate, but I, I feel they're being overly <laughs> cruel. Yeah, to overly the that's fair. That's actually but, okay. very fair. But they yeah. also have done lots of good things yeah. to the game. That's yeah. true. Uh, so that's I don't true. you you wouldn't be here if they were actually ruining the game, right? So but I, think, I don't like we got to separate no. it from the game a little bit, though, right? Because we just did well, they make the game. the game like they make the game, right? Like, I mean, I, I do have to say that without like Richard actually pointed out there like and without that, I guess w- I wouldn't have a Final Fantasy set coming down the pipeline. We didn't think, just get Lord of the Rings like think like about that chart mixing the axis, though, Richard. Can you really <laughs> can you really go and give a high vote to the company that just posted that chart on the maybe, internet? Maybe maybe maybe, maybe maybe I just go dislike this company to appease appease the audience. So I, I don't have to have a hot take on this because <laughs> that's the, that's right. what everyone's expecting, right? Uh, all right. Gender, which link did you click for the survey? I think we have successfully. Have you taken a survey before about magics? Uh, yes, we have. 
and we did it. We have successfully this taken the survey. This is such a survey. long survey. <laughs> yeah, that was a <laughs> like whole they, podcast. Could they have made it quicker somehow? Like, hmm. Well, chat, if you would, chat, YouTube, Spotify, wherever you're listening to us, if you'd like to make your voice heard, uh, I'll try to see if I can link this in the description to the podcast uh, on places where that's a possibility. Let wizards know what you think of Wilds of Eldraine. I don't think we're going to have time for uh, any fish mail today because we've run pretty long with this survey. But Richard, if people want to send us fish mail for, well, probably once we get back from Vegas, but for the future, how do they go about doing that? Yep. Hit us up on uh, X, formerly known as Twitter. God, <laughs> no, please, no. It said it no. on the survey. It, they called it X. <laughs> they did no. It uh, <laughs> the hashtag MTG fish mail on Twitter and we'll get to your questions on here. And I believe that brings us to the end of episode 451 of the MTG Goldfish podcast. So, Richard Grimm, thanks for hanging out. Thanks to everyone for listening. Thanks to Card Conduit for supporting the show. And we will be back next week with our traditional Live from Vegas podcast, talking about Vegas and whatever else we feel like talking about. So, until then, everyone, have an amazing week. If you're in Vegas, stop by and say hello. It'd be great to meet everyone. And this is a crew signing out. Bye.